New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today, I'm hosting Michael Mead, who is a renowned storyteller and bringer of folk tales and myths, whose wisdom guides us in the recreation of a better world. Besides the many books he's written, he offers regular living myths, podcasts, and workshops. I'm speaking with Michael at his home by remote connection. Michael, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Good to be with you again, Justine. Thank you. It's grand to have you. Recently, you've been talking about how endings are always accompanied by beginnings. So my question is, how do myths offer us some solace and even some wisdom for these threshold times that are filled with various endings of the way things used to be? Well, you could say we're living through the end of a world, not the end of the world, but at the end of the world as we knew it, the end of a worldview that no longer functions fully, the end uh, of symbols that maybe worked once but don't work now. And we're in that in betwixt in between place between the thing that is ending and the thing that's trying to begin. So mythologically, the world can't come to an end. It just comes to another end, which really leads to another beginning. And uh, one simple way to get there is through the archetype of apocalypse. Apocalypse doesn't mean the fiery end of everything. That's just one vision. Apocalypse is a Greek word, which means, first of all, to lift the veil. Like we see things in the world we didn't see before, which is happening all the time now. But also apocalypse means collapse, renewal. And it's collapse and renewal, but it's also collapse and renewal at the same time. So while things are falling apart in one direction, secretly things are rising up that haven't been seen before. There are people working on projects that are going to be essential to the next world that's trying to form through the darkness that we're living in. Um, And going back to the idea that we're in a collective passage. So I think of it as we're all on this giant threshold. Threshold is the space between one form or one uh, age or one shape and another, like a doorway. Only this is a giant threshold. And some people are looking back, wanting to go back. They're looking backwards on the threshold. They're on the threshold, but they don't know it. They think they're going back. There is no going back. That's over. So like make America great again. Yeah. It it can't happen, and of course, it wasn't great to begin with in in many ways. And so that's a nostalgia, and it's a misplaced imagination. And then you have people in the middle of the threshold that are just confused. What's going on? Where are we going? And then you have people that are looking forward. Um, And the trick of the difficulty of looking forward right now is the threshold area. It's also called the liminal space, tends to be dark. And so part of finding the way forward is accepting the dark times that we're in. And that means challenging for the ego 
to say, I don't know. We don't know, which is the truth. We don't know when COVID will end. We don't know where climate crisis is going to lead us. There's so many things we don't know now. Finding the vision begins with accepting that we don't know. And it also begins when we trust that being in the dark is the place closest to finding the light. What would you say, I know that you have some wisdom to share with us about how prophecy really works. Thank you. I love that question. (laughs) It's really interesting. So you could also say that part of the dark times is a great forgetting that has fallen over the world. Really important things have been forgotten. But the important things don't disappear when they're forgotten. They fall into the darkness and they fall into story. And so one of the things that has been forgotten is the meaning of prophecy. In the modern world, prophecy means to predict the future. The real meaning of prophecy is to speak in an inspired way. Prophecy involves uh, speaking as well as vision. And so a prophet speaks what they see. It involves both. But prophecy involves the ancient past coming present as well as glimpses of the future arriving from the opposite direction. Prophecy means standing so deeply in the river of time that wisdom from the past arrives from one direction and glimpses of the future from the other. Prophecy is a uniting of the ancient past with the burgeoning future. So how do we step in that river in these times when we're so distracted by information and data and all the stuff that's coming in, how do we stand as individuals to realize something new between the past and the future? Standing in the river or entering that river, which is always the river of life that's between the daily world and the far bank, which the Irish call the other world. And the other world is the place of becoming and this place of inspiration and imagination. And, and part of the process is letting go. The, uh, a native elder one day was saying, we have to let go of the banks, the banks that hold the flow of life back, just letting go. So there's a letting go. And one of the problems is, and you and I have talked about this before, the problem of the little self or the big ego that is afraid to let go. The people trying to go back are afraid to let go. They're afraid to accept that that world's gone. It's really gone. The river of time has already taken it. And personally, our inner little self is afraid that we'll get drowned in the river if we don't hold on to some rigid belief or something like that. And and so part of it is letting go. Or as in ancient myths, the healers begin by standing in the dark. And that standing in the place of not knowing, the letting go of expectations makes us ready for the influx of genuine inspiration and imagination. So one of the things that's been forgotten in the modern world is that humans are the vessels through which the eternal tries to enter the world. Everyone is creative, but when we're being creative, it's something beyond us that's coming through us. 
The poet is moved by the muses. The real philosopher is moved by the goddess Nemesine, the goddess of memory. And so we've lost this connection to the unseen world, to the other world, the world of creativity, the world of imagination and inspiration. And so strangely enough, if we stop in time, let go, Maybe it's uncomfortable for a while, and then here comes things that we're trying to get our attention from deep inside ourselves, and to follow the old stories, inspirations from the other world that are trying to enter this world and can only come through those humans who stop and open themselves to imagination and inspiration. So if we are worried about these uncertain times, you know, it's chaos and confusion and a lot of terrible challenges are just upon us. Really big, big, big challenges. But you're saying, hey, contribute your gift anyway, because that will make a difference. Am I reading that correctly? Yes, yes. So the collective has to change. Most people agree with that. What's happening on the collective level of life is just devastating. It's, you know, like here in the United States, it's mass shootings in schools and it's horrible things that you can barely comprehend and that it's hard to shake off. And yet nothing happens because of the polarization inside the culture that has lost its symbols and its direction. But inside us, we all came here with gifts to give. And contrary to the ideas of the accidental universe, every soul comes into the world gifted. So when everything's falling apart, there's an acceleration of calling. If there's no way to be practical and expectations are not worth having, the next thing is the forgotten thing inside the person, which is why did I come to life? What's my purpose? Has an easier way of getting into consciousness. And standing in the river or stopping and letting go allows things that are now unconscious in the deep, you know, unconscious of the human psyche to rise into consciousness. And as they rise, they bring inspirations and the courage to live the actual life we came to live. So even though we're not assured of a particular outcome, you're saying, listen to the call listen deeply, it's there, and find that gift and manifest that in the world. Give it. Take the risk. It used to be called the second adventure of life. The first adventure is grow up and get a life. The second adventure is find out the meaning of your life and learn how to live in that direction. And all of the creative arts and all of the meditative contemplative practices are there to be channels for both the centering in ourselves and the expressing of what we came here to express. Each act of creation on the part of an individual puts something in the world that wasn't there. And each act of creation is a repetition of the original creation. And when people are being creative, enough of them doesn't have to be everybody, don't have to agree with each other. If everybody's being creative, we go back to Carl Jung. He said, if you're living the life you came to live, you are creating blessings for your neighbors and inspirations for them as well. And so once enough people are doing that, 
all in their different directions. Some people are natural healers that involve making of medicines. Other people's are healers that involve making of funerals. Other people's are those who can figure out how to turn arid land back into green forests. And each of us is called to do something like that. And it may seem small, but at the same time, small things in times of change can cause big things to happen. And enough people do those small creations we don't have to agree. We're just agreeing to be alive fully, to be creative in a time when things are falling apart. And the next thing, the collective changes and nature and the earth are just waiting for us to realize that, that this is how you do it. I've mentioned this before, the core mystery of nature and of the earth and of the cosmos and of the human soul is life, death, renewal, birth, death, rebirth. And when you're in that, you don't have to know the outcome. The outcome is you're moving to a more creative, more inspired place in your own life. And that is adding to the inspiration of the world. Wonderfully said. We don't have to know it, but we just keep creating it and going inside and bringing it out. Thank you so much for being with us today, Michael. You're inspiring us to live more fully in our authenticity in this world. Thank you so much. I've been speaking with Michael Mead, who is a renowned storyteller and bringer of folktales and myths whose wisdom guides us in the recreation of a better world. And besides the many books he's written, he offers regular Living Myths podcasts and workshops. And to find out more about his work, you can go to his website, mosaicvoices.org, O-R-G, mosaicvoices.org. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org, where you'll find over 1,700 programs and many programs with Michael Mead as well. I'm Justine Willis-Toms, and I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe. I invite you to please join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.